This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Ladies and gentlemen, from Olathe, Kansas, the one and only Damon Hatfield. Sessions. This is a Final Fantasy VII podcast. All right, this is going well. How you guys doing? So I apologize that Damon and I were late. Uh, it's probably Mitch's fault. Fuck off. It's well, your fault, Marty. Come on. It's probably your fault, actually. Where's my drinks? You yeah. didn't even invite me to the IGN party. What kind of bullshit is that, right? Wow. They're like, hey, Yikes. be in my wow. pan up, but don't shit come to our real. party. This shit got super real. Why buy the cow when you get the sex for free? I had another panel. It was a thing. Whoa, I'm so sorry, John. (laughs) What's going on? That's what it is. Oh, this is yours. You're not the host, Greg. Move. But it's okay because Damon has the best shirt ever. Right, guys? How awesome is Damon's shirt? Thanks for noticing. Oh, and remember, everybody. All right, so remember. Tim Gettys walks in. You just boo the Dude, fucking no matter what is happening. 
That's not Tim Geddes. No, we got royalty in the front row. That's fine, but I'm... Is again, Tim Geddes up here? No, he's not. He's no, on his yeah, way. No, he he's said to start without him. Us? So he's not filming our podcast. No. No. Hey, you can't talk, all right? You just got here three, 30 seconds ago. <laughs> How long have you guys been here for? <laughs> They've Half been here a long time. 30 Jesus minutes Christ. or more. Why didn't you tell us to leave? Because we arrived on fucking time like we were supposed okay, to. Okay, okay, okay. That's not good. No, I don't accept that. I don't accept that. I don't accept that Thanks, Marty. Should we get this started? Yes, please. How, how, how does this work, these late-night panels and enforcers? Are we going to get cut off at 11.30? Like, Rim's got nowhere to be. They do want to go home at some point, but yeah, they can't... I not think even if, listening. If they're enjoying the show... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Every time we ask, they just laugh, so we'll see <laughs> what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're cutting your mics in 10 minutes. <laughs> hey, hey, Greg, I think that guy has a question. Wait till the Q&A. Or he's stretching his fingers. Hold on, hold on. Do you have a question, sir? Hold on, no, we're not. It's not no, time for questions. Oh, wait, it's, it's not, not time, time yet. for questions yet. It's not question and answer time. Woo! I can't see. Ric Flair. Wait. Hold on, hold no, on. Sit, no, hold no, on. No, 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 no. There will be time for questions. Well, ask the. Are you okay? <laughs> Do okay. You need a <laughs> huh? Where the bra. Wow. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Where are the brown people? IGN.com. <laughs> They're more than welcome. All the people. We had to outsource a woman. Can we just start? <laughs> let's just start from scratch and get going. Right? <laughs> right? Jesus Christ. What? That was a good thing. We, we got, we, we're being progressive. <laughs> This is a goddamn gentlemen, debacle. <laughs> gentlemen and lady, are we ready to start yes. the show? Yes. Yes. Jesus Absolutely. Christ. Indeed. Yes. Here we go. This is how you start a GameScoop. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. <laughs> joining me today, joining me today is Smarty Sleeva. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> New nickname. I like yep. it. Yep. Greg Miller is here. Ass to <laughs> Beyond. Clearly, Canadian Mitch Dyer is here. Scoot. <laughs> and joining us from the escape is very special guest Andrea Renee is here. Joining us today. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a horror. To and be of, course, yes. <laughs> of course, the VIPs in the room, the roughly. 10 million people that are joining us here in this room today. Yeah. None of them, none of them, Damon, Tim Geddes. <laughs> Zero of you are Tim Geddes. None of this is why he has to get that responsibility. <laughs> Hashtag Game fuck off, here Tim. in the front row. I like that. That's good. Get it trending. Uh, gentlemen and lady. We're here at PAX East. What? what? I just keep laughing. I, it sounds very strange. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> hey, 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 guys. Hey, you guys. <laughs> this is PAX East 2014. Yeah. Presumably, we were all on the show today seeing stuff. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about what we liked. Oh, God. Actually, it all begins with a little game called Below. Yep. Anybody? I've heard of that. That's where, that's where three of our mornings begin. Yeah. What are you Don't doing? Don't push it off the edge, right? I know, everybody. That's why I'm looking at if I can move the podium. Everybody calm down. I, you're seeing it right now, and it's getting angry. <laughs> it seems like it's got plugs and stuff in it. I better leave it. 
Below. Anyway. <laughs> so tell us about Below. Below is so good. Did anybody here get to see Below today? Yes. Somebody did. That is not enough of you. No. Go, God damn it, you guys. Yeah, seriously. Like, get your shit together and go <laughs> yeah. first thing in the morning. Marty and Mitch, and or Mitch, how much did we like Below? Like, yeah, all of this much. Yep. All of it. Wait, like but lot. didn't you say a you lot. played it for an hour? That's yes. a lot of PAX time, right, that is guys? A lot of PAX an hour. Time. That's yeah. a big commitment at PAX. That demo is no joke. They brought a big ass video game to PAX. Yeah. yeah. So, for, you know, quick heads up uh, below is Capybara's new game, the guys behind Sword and Sorcery and soon to be Super Time Force. And uh, Might Magic Clash of Heroes. That game is awesome. Yeah, that game is that. awesome. Don't That's overlook true. that game. I, I, and, yeah, Critter Crunch? Yes, that, that game's awesome. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, right? Jesus. That's a deep cut. They, got they, a good make, they make good games. Yeah. yeah, they make really good games. Uh, below, uh, for the sort of awful... Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you have a goddamn cult, Greg. <laughs> and they're really rude. <laughs> they're like, as rude as the guy at breakfast the other day. Yeah, We're right? ordering our breakfast. The other We're day three today, or five orders into breakfast, and the guy next to us interrupts to get a fucking Excuse change. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Do you have change for a 20 to our waiter? And our waiter stopped oh, taking just... orders to give him money. Yeah. Now below. Anyway. <laughs> below the video game. Yeah, so it's a uh, the elevator. The crude elevator pitch is that it's uh, top-down. The original Legend of Zelda meets Dark Souls with the most gorgeous sword and sorcery yeah. art you could think of and Jim Guthrie score, who we got to meet. Yeah, he came terrible. in during our demo and yeah. sat down. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jim Guthrie is one of those guys who's he's like all of our talents combined times ten. Yep. Yeah. If you've ever listened to any game, the movie score. So zero times zero ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but the game the game plays like Dark Souls. The game does not give a fuck about you and it does not tell you anything. I want to point out though, don't let that scare you off if yeah. like if maybe Dark Souls isn't your thing. That's like, true. Like, so I, I like I, I Dark Souls isn't my thing, yeah. but I like Below. Yeah, yeah. So it's not nearly as punishing. It's a little yeah. more forgiving. It gives you breathing room because the the systems aren't nearly as complicated. You're not losing as much because you don't actually. You're not gaining as much because you're not going through these dungeons picking up ten thousand items and all this experience sure. that you can lose. Yeah. You just you find a spear and that's cool, but then you die and you lose it. Oh no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was rad. I'm 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 all for it. It, it takes some of the systems of. Uh, Dark Souls, you got bonfires that you can sort of use as checkpoints. You can, you can cauterize your wounds you on cauterize You have to your cauterize your wounds or so else you'll bleed out. Yeah, if you get hit by any enemy, you get hit by an arrow, you get hit by a sword, uh, you will bleed out if you don't take care of that shit. And so you can cauterize your wound at a bonfire, which is super rad. The game is awesome. The game's awesome, yeah. They said it was sort of kind of nearing alpha-ish. Super Time Force still isn't out. You don't think... Super Time Force is going to be out soon. But yeah, you know, but they've been showing that game for like right. three years yeah, now. Yeah, Chris keeps like restarting it. <laughs> yeah. My wonder is, is there any way Below can come out this year? I mean, you said it like they've never released two games in a year, so I said it. But yeah. aren't they working with Microsoft Studios to publish that game? They are, They've been doing yeah. that with Super Time Force, too. Oh, well, there you go. Let's There's just say chances are below 100%. <laughs> 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 Actually, actually, Greg, remember what I told you earlier, everybody. The pure one, Tim Gettys, arrived in the back. The pure oh. one? <laughs> Mega booze. <laughs> For the record, I have no problem with Tim hosting. <laughs> totally fine. Greg, what did you like today? Uh, Transistor. 
Yeah. Right? Uh, last time we were at PAX, or PAX East, right, is when they debuted Transistor. Yep. Play, saw it for the first time, played it. I walked up, and, you know, Greg was like, oh, yeah, you know, we've, we've updated a few things. And you sat down, you played it. It's somehow it's another even, Greg. He's not talking about himself. No, it's Greg Kassab from up at noon fame, of course. Um, sat down and played it. It's even prettier than it was before. It feels better to play. Like, it's this final version of that game, and that game is awesome. Yeah. May 20th. Take the day off work. Coming soon, yeah. Real soon, yeah. They sneak attacked it. They were like, bam, we're coming out. What for if it PS4 and not it. Xbox One? Suck it, Xbox. <laughs> God damn it. PlayStation can't have Transistor. Or wait, no. PlayStation yeah, can't have Bastion. Well, you can't have Transistor. Power's gone to Greg Kasabin's head, Arthur. <laughs> They'll never stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, what did you like today? Um, I really loved Borderlands, the pre-sequel. I thought it was any of you have been to the 2K booth? Is but... it better than that terrible name? Well, okay, you know what's funny is Mikey Newman is giving the demos in the Borderlands dome that they have there. If you don't know him, he's been with Gearbox for a really long time. The chief creative, creative champion, champion is his official title. Um, so he said that he was just fucking around and he threw that out in a meeting and apparently like the head guys were like, ship it. That's the name. And That's he game was, development. And he That's was like, happens. next thing I knew, it was on a box, and I guess it's a thing. Um, but the game looks awesome. If you're a fan of Borderlands, it's got all of the amazing shooter action that you know. They uh, confirmed to me that it's going to be a full AAA standalone title. It's going to be as big as Borderlands 2, and... It's going to be awesome. It looks really great. It's on the moon. There's low gravity. Yes. There's cryo guns. Lasers. And shit, man. You yeah. get to play as Claptrap? What? I know. Okay, yeah, you guys don't like thing. Claptrap? You hate Claptrap? What the fuck? Come For on. Sure. No? Nobody so, likes Claptrap? Nobody? No, everybody does. Everyone loves Claptrap. I know, like, that random story called him Frag Trap, but it's, it's Clap Trap. It's, like, legit Clap Trap. We all liked the demo, too. Our yeah. demo was driven by Andrew Goldfarb. Yeah, he almost died. He almost died in our demo. He had to get saved I you meant in by real another, life. another. No, no, not in real life. True story. Yeah, hit by a, a car game, today. Almost died. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, just in a coma. But it was funny because Mikey was, give, was giving him hell, being like, Andrew, quit dying in the demos, which you just learn how to shoot things. And I, we all had a good chuckle at it. But Andrew sure. was a good sport. That fuck up. <laughs> done goofed that's why we threw away like a parking ticket at IGN we're like you can't get anything done do you guys think Borderlands had the best Jesus. like theater oh my god the chairs I've heard those yeah, chairs theater. are legendary if you're looking right? for a break it's so nice well, we're all falling asleep not because the game was boring it's kind of a long time to wait what are you pointing at I'm just pointing don't worry about it I saw an ant what's happening what's in these uh, it looks oh, like we're getting yes. drinks Get you Wait, a drink. Out. Apple juice. Oh apple God. juice, obviously. Apple juice. Thank you. Is this alcoholic passions right there? <laughs> are they, so All right. really serving? Oh, thank. You know, it is not apple juice. I was There's, told to never take so drinks much. from strangers. I don't know what, what it is, is but it's delicious. <laughs> is there roofies in this? I hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm deeply uncomfortable. Ladies. It's okay. That guy's taking me home, right? Ladies and gentlemen of the GameScoop audience, cheers. 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 Thank you for coming out on the Absolutely. late night. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. There is, a, there is a stupid amount of people in this room. Uh, uh, yeah. What is what? that? Is that scotch? Maybe. Scotchy scotch. Yeah. Probably scotch. It's apple juice. 
Scotch. Damon, else, get what, us out of here. So what else? I, I have a lot of other games that I like, but I want to. Yeah, what else did you I see? I don't want to Bogart. You, you, no, it's your you, number one is below. What one's below? What's yeah. below below? Fuck off! Wow. <laughs> this is why you, you said make, about Mitch. I knock him down. <laughs> this is why you make the mediocre bucks. Yep. Wait, did you yep. play? Did you play Evolve? Oh, yes. yeah. So I have this caveat: like three of my favorite games of the show so far, I did not play at the show. I have played, played the last like, two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you really know what the fuck you're talking about. I think I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking mm. about. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, again, oh, again, wow. I'm uncomfortable. Not serious. Um, I think a lot of us could speak to these three games. At least uh, the three of them are below. No, fuck you. Evolve. <laughs> yes. It's once, okay, so you got to evolve. You're having an argument with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is, He's arguing with guys, his beard. This is an intervention. Marty incident. needs help, Greg. Don't discourage him. Uh, so we have Evolve with the crew, and we Ooh. have Travel Light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those to me the are the three, mm-hmm. those are the three games that I've played in the last like, two months that I cannot fucking wait for. Okay, all three of those games you like. All three of those games I love. So, Greg, you played the crew. I played the hell out of the crew. Yeah. I'm bad at it. Yeah. It, I, it's, it's like when, I, when Titanfall is coming up, I'm like, oh, I got to get good at first-person shooters. And I like the montage of me lifting weights and Alfredo yelling at me. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't re- I didn't really think that <laughs> Why I Why was Alfredo yelling at you? Because he's really good at Titanfall. Yeah, and he's got and a lot working of out. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, but I'm going to have to do the same thing for the crew. Like, I'm totally, like, it was one of those things I, I uh, like, they're doing, direct, you know, the feed I'm playing and, like, Tim's filming. And I'm playing, and I am losing every one of the challenges I do. Like, the guy's like, oh, go do this race. And I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, you lost. No big deal. Uh, go take down this car. I don't take down the car. He's like, uh. But, like, and then I'd run into, like, the random events along the way. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, weave between poles. And I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. And I'm doing that really well. And I'm leveling up, and I'm feeling, like, accomplished and stuff. For sure. Totally so, works out. They talk about, you know, being an RPG with cars, an MMO with cars. Yeah. Yeah, it works out. And the, the cool thing about it is that it's a, uh, yeah, so it's a big open world MMO driving game. But it takes place Shit, across really? America. You okay? Okay. Go, continue. Wait, what just happened? Proceed. We yeah, ran out of fine. the flaming toast decals already. I thought we had 500. Or 350. I said. Well, I guess what, everybody? You got to go to flamingtoast.com and give them 99 cents. Calm down, all right? Why does Arthur have so many coming out of his pocket? 99 cents? <laughs> Are you crazy? Um, so the Apparently. crew takes place across all of America. The United States. Yeah, of America. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, that's where we are. That's exactly where we are right now. Yeah. Uh, one of the coolest things about it, which is sort of one of the things about uh, playing a game on a next-gen console that's really impressed me so far, is that at any point you can zoom out. So say you're driving in Miami. You zoom out. You have all of America there. You can move your cur- uh, cursor over Las Vegas, zoom in, and all of a sudden you're at the strip. No loading times. That shit is the most next-gen thing I've ever yeah, heard. So I don't seamless, know, I don't right? That's like the, the next-gen word, seamless. Like it's that game se- like, is incarnate, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? It is in the, like, I don't know what the cloud is. Like, it's, it's all around us. It's all around us. Right. Yeah, right. Right. No, it's literally the force. First game, but it's just the force. It's the yeah. metachlorians in your blood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, it took, I think it took what Need for Speed Rivals is doing with next-gen like, multiplayer in racing and taking it to the next level. And kind of what Test Drive really, Ultimate, uh, Unlimited always wanted to do. Right, exactly. And I, I, I agree. I'm super excited. I'm a big arcade racing fan, and I, everything that they've been doing has looked really great. So I know it's sometimes easy to get discouraged about racing games because it's like, oh, there's another random generic racing game. But if you guys have time, you really should swing by the Ubisoft booth and yep. give it a try. It's really awesome. What about, uh, what about this game called The Evil Within? <laughs> uh, you really want well, to open up that can of worms? There might be differing opinions on this game. Nope, no, yeah. there aren't. <laughs> Someone, I, I won't, I won't name their names. 
But they were asking me what uh, they talked to you, and they said, "I heard Damon says he likes evil within more than you." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, said that. that's Actually, true." I think I said I want to like it. And but I'm like Marty, Marty, me, and Mitch are all on the same level of yeah. not liking evil within. And he, and he said, "Oh, you mean reality?" Oh <laughs> wow! Well, Ooh. was that Shinji Mikami? That was Shinji Mikami <laughs> <laughs> the IGN meet and having a self real talk moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they have a really great premise but the execution just isn't quite there as someone who went to the pax demo i would love to know their premise that's what i was gonna <laughs> because say because what the world's shifting <laughs> and this guy doesn't care and then the there's this guy the with the no, 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 i'm not talking about me. the actual story of the game i'm talking about what mikami was trying to do what his goal to set out to revive the survival horror genre and actually By make doing it something nothing new <laughs> well, right. well no exactly that's why i'm saying his execution failed we're talking about a guy who created who was super influential in this genre. We know what he did with Resident Evil. But he just recycled a lot of the same ideas, and it's really hard to compete with modern cinema and all of the horror... Like garbage that we're seeing, and like all the stuff they're trying activity, out. The Marks was right. Like they can, they can make something and fail pretty cheaply, right? Sure. Like a B or C horror movie, but like games, no. I mean, you're like 50 million in, and then your failure is yeah. much bigger. Yeah, it just felt like that entire demo. There was like a complete lack of like player authorship. Like you, nothing yeah. you did seemed to matter. The you city were, is like closing in around him. Buildings are about to crush this guy to death, and he has no thoughts about it. At and all. so I don't know if that's just maybe halfway through the game where you realize why he has no thoughts. Maybe he's like seen some <laughs> shit. At the end, of I night. feel like it needed some context, some explanation. The demo needed some explanation. Yep, and, and some fun. And you can't. I mean, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> yeah. And the scary thing about it is you can't be like, well, it's like a couple years out. That game's coming out in four months. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I mean, the guy made. Resident Evil, Resident Evil 4, fucking Aladdin. Yeah. Wait, wait, to to play devil's advocate just a bit. I mean, but do they have to reinvent the wheel? I mean, you guys are survival horror fans. There's some of you out there, right? Anyone? I am too. Are you guys guys really looking for something super innovative? Or do you you just want something that's going to scare the shit out of you? No, I want something interesting that has something to say. Like, that game is lifeless. There's nothing there that hasn't been done better before by Shinji Mikami. <laughs> Can we talk about his golf outfit, too? He dresses yes. like a golfer now for some oh, reason. He looked handsome. I like that. <laughs> I, think it, I didn't say it looked bad, yeah. but he used to be, like, you know, one of those, like, rock star Japanese game developers, and now he's, like, in his golf outfit. Sure. He grew up. I guess so. <laughs> I don't need these belts and leather anymore. He got that country anymore. club money. <laughs> yeah. I don't like his hat, though. Well. Wait, it's, it's not become really fashion scoop. his game yes. based off his game outfit? Game developer is that fashion scoop. <laughs> Now we're just getting personal. Sure. We played Evolve. Yeah, yeah. Evolve is awesome. Greg was. Here we like, go. Greg hates this. Wait, Greg, <laughs> why do you hate what? this game? No, no, no. no he, doesn't hate, he hates the fact that I keep bringing up that he was the Goliath and we beat him. Uh, Damon tells everybody we meet, we played Evolve. Greg was the monster, we beat him. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Damon, I want to fight you in this game because I'm fucking beastly with that monster. I'm good at that game. I yeah. hear you're really yeah, good at it. Yeah, just crazy good at it. Yeah. We'll have to play against you. But that game is cool. Did anybody out here play Evolve today? Did you like it? It was good, obviously, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it was, I think what's unfortunate about playing it here at PAX is that you don't get a chance to really try out all of the different classes. Right. Sure. Because you have to get up there and you play, and then you have to go back in line if you want to play another class, which is kind of shitty. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's it's a really interesting idea, and I, I really want to see who they're bringing for other characters. And I tried to 
to go them into like talking to me a little bit about like who are these other characters or their other classes and they just like they were super tight-lipped about it so hopefully at E3 they're going to talk to us more about about it but essentially what they said is that there's multiple characters within each class yeah. and then each class each of those characters has their own unique abilities and their own, own unique weapons within that certain class set so yeah. I'm excited to see more about that. The interesting thing about that game is just the way the characters interact with each other, like at a mechanical level. So the relationship between these four that they're showing and Goliath is really interesting. But it's going to be really, really fascinating to see how when they start shifting in new monsters and new characters with different guns and different skills and different ways to you know, support your team, the way those dynamics work together is going to be really interesting to see how they yeah. balance it out. Yeah, and honestly, the balance between the four human characters is Really tight. Mm-hmm. One mention I we got to play a few hours of it like a month or two ago, and playing through each character, you realize they fine tune the fact that every match needs each class, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. Yeah, Everybody you don't see that a lot in yeah. cooperative multi, uh, multiplayer games. Yeah. There's usually one class or two that's a little bit OP over the other yep. ones, and um, especially playing as the Goliath, like the idea that you're like playing as the boss in the boss battle is mm-hmm. a really unique thing that we haven't seen done before. Real quick, Damon. This guy is falling asleep in the panel. Which one? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's late. It's late. Damon holds back the audience. (laughs) He's like, oh, it's okay. Don't eat him and, like, tear him apart. His friends are, like, tapping him. (laughs) It's It's okay. We're happy. It's 11 p.m. Sir, if you'd like, you can come. You can sleep up here behind us. I have a sweatshirt you can use as a pillow. (laughs) It's true. Okay. This is a safe place. You rest, you rest your weary eyes here. <laughs> this is a place to recharge. What when you wake up, just, you're going to have full health. What if he broke down into? He's like, that's how I listen to the show. I just, <laughs> I just drift off to it. I do <laughs> It's the only way I can sleep. It's, it's the only way I can escape the well, demons. We're probably older than most people in this room, but we're still awake. What? It's okay. Now, granted, I did go home and take a nap. That's fine. You're cheating. I think we have microphones set up here in the We middle. have one microphone yeah, right questions. here. We're going to do one mega line. You have like the other one. mega booth. You're holding the microphone. Really That's why microphone? I said we have one. I'm pointing it out. Uh, I'm expressing things, Mitch. All right. Put the other one over there. We can In a right. few Fuck minutes. That. I'm not sharing a Marty mic. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ew, Marty. In a few minutes, we want to start taking your questions. So if people want to start lining up. All right. Now would probably be a good time. Anyway. Just line up. You don't have to... Everybody calm down. Don't run. Any other, like, uh, last notes from the first day of PAX? Greg, we were, like, Invisible Ink. Oh, yeah. Invisible Ink was really cool. Invisible Ink is... is it Mitch, reminded me of this Gun is the clay game. Yeah. Formal... Yeah. Oh, boy. We had we have clay family members down here. Yeah. Are we talking about clay, like the natural substance that ch- children would use to make pottery? Are we talking about a development no, studio? Wait, yeah, is that, is that one second. questions from the audience. Calm down, drunk guy. I respect your drunkenness, though. <laughs> anyway, Clay, the guys that do Mark of the Ninja, Shank, Don't Starve, really good developers. Their new, their new game is Invisible Ink, tactical stealth espionage game. Right, go in, hack stuff. Uh, turn-based. You got to yeah. go, go to doors and peek. And like it takes like Reminds a, it takes of some of your movement points. XCOM yeah. a little bit, but without the combat. Yep. It's more just about sneaking in, stealing information. Yeah, what's nice. interesting is the demo they're showing on the floor, you can go play it, but that's not what we saw, and that's not what they're driving at for the final game. Like Very the cool. final game they're they're driving at, you have one hit point. So if you get shot, you're dead. Yeah. And down there they had a whole you know, a bar, like a health bar, and that's oh. not what the real thing is. I already said drunk guy, right. calm down, we're getting to him. <laughs> wow. <Whoa. laughs> At what point did I patronize you? I, I said we'll... I respect your drunkenness. <laughs> we'll probably pass by you. Okay, who's our first question here? I was wondering, what's you guys' uh, favorite game that 
that uh, it sucks, but you love it because it sucks. Like, guilt, like you know, like the room. Oh, of man. Games. Like, what's the worst game oh, we love? Yes. Yeah, worst game that we love. Me. Earth Defense Force 2017. That's a pretty good one. That game is dope. You shoot, you shoot missiles at buildings and they all fall down and there are ants and robots and UFOs and shit. It's fucking awesome. Game that's is great. That's what we Andrea? Arthur oh, hates I said everything. Oh. It was Brink for me. I know. And okay. like, I, I, I like the, that they were like the precursor to what Titanfall is doing in their game. And mm-hmm. like, the ideas were so good, but the game was just so broken. It was just sad. I wanted it to be better. But I really did like that game. And Kingdoms of Amalur, I love that game. That is not a bad game. Kingdoms of Amalur is awesome. I feel like I get shit from everybody for liking that game. Because and it I was killed like, a I fucking state. love that game. <laughs> it literally killed the state. <laughs> the game's not bad, though. That was the problem with the baseball players and the bank managers. They had nothing to do with the quality of the game. Greg, what's yours? Uncharted 3? I have no. <laughs> I have Holy shit. impeccable and unquestionable tasting games, so there is no bad God game. God damn I it. Like. 10 out of 10. Uncharted 3, everybody. Yeah. I Masterpiece. I can't think of any any games that I think are bad and also Marty, enjoy. Some do not let either of them walk away game? copping out like that. They have both copped out. Uh, well, no, I, uh, there's no game that I think is really not that good. I have such refined so, no, taste. Some really not, like great games. Uh, mine's not a bad game that I think is good. It's just a weird game that I think is the greatest game of all time and that's Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> Look, that game's awesome! And so the game's awesome, but I legitimately unironically think it is better than any other game ever made. I think it's really I, I don't think that's that crazy. Okay. If we're, if, we're, if we're allowing that definition, then DC Universe Online. You the are greatest ins- MMO of all time. Can we all talk about Far Cry 2 for the next hour? <laughs> but that is the greatest game of all time. So it's, it's fucking great. No, no, no. Let's just talk about Cookie Clicker. Because really, <laughs> well, the game to end all games. Get us out of here. Next question. <laughs> no, no, but actually, Damon needs the answer. Damon needs the answer. One second. No, I, I, I don't. Answer. I don't have it. <laughs> I like really good games. Before, before, oh. what? It's true. Before we get our next question, we have to show you something because we're going to give something away tonight, but we have to figure out a good way to give it away. Yeah. Eric, what are we giving away? Dances. Eric Martin. He's bring a it, you have to bring it up here so everyone can see it. And he's showing stuff. <laughs> Eric Martin's got, oh, it's a print. <laughs> Wait, what? The fuck? What? Yes, of course. <laughs> This, of course, is from the Pandemus art collection. This is Brian Altano riding on a horse with me on his back. We're going to give it away. He thought... I don't know, maybe Wait, uh, who, who maybe at the end that? we'll ask like, a trivia question. Sure. Okay, at the end we'll ask a trivia question. Why does that exist? That's Do you guys actually question. want this? Is that, is that a trivia thing? question? Why wouldn't it? Why does the Mona Lisa exist? That was deep. Because sometimes Why? artists are inspired by beautiful things <laughs> to create more beautiful things. Okay, who's our next question here? Uh, hi. hi. Uh, I, get a, I have a quick comment and a question, if you don't mind. Uh, okay, we'll allow comment. it. I hate the show, and I was wondering when it'll end. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the quick comment is, I'm 34 years old. I played Nintendo games since I was a little boy. You know, I played uh, Sony games since I was a teenager. I love Microsoft. I just want to see on the record... Fuck you, Nintendo, and fuck you, Sony, for not being a PAX East 2014. Wow. Harsh. The golf clap? That's no. wrong, man. That's no. right. Maybe Your argument holds a lot of water. I still love Nintendo them, but it's just wrong. Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8, 8 right? Sony could have come Give and shown 
They could have come. <laughs> <laughs> they would have had a good time. And this from the Sony fanboy. That's, you know, it's well, impressive. Well, I mean, I, I, I love all systems, and I just think it's wrong. Uh, it's a, just a missed opportunity, and I, and I think it's a disservice to all the I think fans. It is, yeah. so. I think it is a little crazy. Sure. Nintendo should totally have brought Mario Kart 8, just that one game. Yep. And they would have owned the whole show for it. It would would be the biggest Lionel Bex, for sure. But uh, uh, my quick question is, uh, as far as scoring systems, I actually started doing a little thing on the side and trying to score games, just, you know, on the little website. And I ran into a lot of problems in my mind. I tried using uh, the, you know, 1 to 100 score. And I I do, yeah, I try to observe... Uh, how you guys score games, and I'm just wondering if you ha- if you actually have a system to it. You know what separates an 8.9 to a you know a nine, uh, uh, 90, uh, you know stuff like that. How, how do you guys actually approach a game to score it? And you it's know, you Marty's that revving up. Work? <laughs> I don't write reviews anymore. So I don't write I reviews either. Yeah. <laughs> Marty's the only, Marty's the only one. Here. I'm literally the only one that's panel who well, scores is life, games. Is life better without <laughs> reviews? Arthur, you, you got to talk about this. No, no, no. Uh, I have multiple things to say. First, can I have this? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, second, you should come to the panel that Arthur and I are on on Sunday. What time is that? 2.30 mark. I'll be Probably there. in this building. There. It's about the myth of the objective I review. I got it. Hang on. Um, He's got good. the internet. Really good topic, actually. A really good topic. I have, uh, my, I have my Google Calendar. Cover. You can come to the Game Over Greggy Show panel at noon and get a Game Over Greggy Show. You are a goddamn You're a fucking monster. <laughs> um, this is just me personally. I don't want to speak for anyone else uh, up here, but uh, I think reviewing or uh, uh, putting a number to... A video game is complete batshit crazy. Uh, I think it, it, I think it absolutely takes away from the words we write, from the art that is the game itself. Um, that being said, a lot of times a point one, point two, point three is completely goddamn fucking random. Honestly, people. I mean, people will will say, "What is an eight point nine to a nine point one?" Right. I'll be like, "I don't know." It is. Well, that's the whole thing. Is that that. I think that scientific of it doesn't exist, right? This is what I always argue about when we talk about the 100-point scale, is that what we do isn't science. Sure. So unless there's some rubric, scientific method we could go through to come down to bring it to a tenth of a point. Yep. That is, the, for, I mean, when I, when I was reviewing on the 100-point scale, right, you know, I gave, oh, God, uh, Uncharted a 9, right, the first one, and then I thought Infamous was a little bit better, and I gave it a 9-1, and I thought Batman Arkham Asylum was better, so I gave it a 9-2. But I'm talking about it being better in the fact that I played that game, and I'm like, this is amazing. I, don't think it, I think it's closer to being great than it is closer to being a masterpiece. So then that gives you me that it's going to be a 9 and 9.4, and then in there it's trying to insert it into what that order is. No. Do you think it helps to like assign an adjective to... Yes, ranges that, of the score. Even that, I mean, like, even that, I mean, quickly, right? Like, when yep. you see a game, you walk, you play a game, you're like, that game was awesome, or that game sucked. That's how you talk to your friends about games. Yep. And yeah. then we get to this thing where it's like, well, it was okay, but I don't mean okay in terms of the scoring okay. Yeah. I mean, okay is, you know, like, ah! Well, I mean, it's so subjective, too, right? Everyone's experience sure. with games is different. I may absolutely love a game, and you may hate it because you're a hardcore JRPG player, and sure. I love military shooters, you know, and we just don't meet in the middle. Yeah. So it's hard, you know, and that's why it's really important to find, you know, a reviewer who's tastes in games align with yours. Yep. And sometimes it takes a while to really find that person. 
it's the exact same with a film critic or a music critic. Right. Like you yep. find mm-hmm. the person who you're like, okay, I it's like finding your friend who's like, we have really similar tastes, so yep. you guys will bounce ideas off each other. Yeah. Also, is there like a second conversation happening out there? What's going on? Why is it so loud? There's another podcast talking. White <laughs> White What's going on out there? Uh, you can be sure to continue this reviews conversation at the Condor Theater tomorrow Sunday at 2 p.m. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow Sunday. Sunday. Tomorrow Sunday. The goddamn Sunday. time traveler, Mitch. Dyer. Time travel. Uh, Sunday, 2 p.m. Condor Theater. Thanks, Mitch. Next question. Beyond. Why is it so loud back there? Beyond. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Shh. Mitch, tell your. Uh, yeah. Um, on a couple of your podcasts, you, you, you've alluded to uh, the developers of Limbo maybe making uh, a sequel pretty soon. They're due for an update. And then I was at the NVIDIA panel today, and I was like looking at the screen, and I saw this logo that, unless I'm in a cave, looked like Limbo 2, and I was wondering if you guys knew anything about that. I took a picture of it. No. This so, is like every news tips email I get. Limbo. Playdead <laughs> Play is making a different game. Playdead is 100% making a game. They're making a game, yeah. And that game is not Limbo 2. No. It's not Limbo 2. It's Okay. It has some similarities. Yeah. It'll be a 2D platformer. Like, they talked about this like three years ago. Yeah. yeah. We're like, yeah, we're doing another 2D platformer thing. It's going to be crazy and weird. You're going to see it never. And then one of them spun off and did like an indie game by 140. Himself. 140. The game's pretty good. That was a number. You reviewed that. I reviewed that. Yeah, wow. what did you give it? Uh, you just uh, said you didn't do reviews. Not anymore, because he's a news guy. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what I scored that game. Sure, I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> next question. Oh, sorry. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you for your question. Yeah, thank you. Scoop. 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 So for the comment, I've been watching you guys, I mean, listening since 2008, consistently mm-hmm. every single week. So you guys, thank you for all the content. And a question. How do you think the Vita is doing since its release? Mm. I personally love it, but I can tell there aren't, aren't really that many games for it. But what do yeah. you guys think of it? You yeah. love it, but you can tell there's not that many games I mean, for it. I love the games. There's so I, many games for it. Not for many games lot. that. Yeah. You got Persona Four. <laughs> you got Persona Four. Uh-huh. Okay, Persona Four. Terraria. There's Gravity Rush. Ali Ali. Limbo. Ali Ali. Borderlands Two is coming. Borderlands Two is coming. Yeah, but what do you guys think of it right now? Remote play. But Borderlands Two isn't supposed to be all that hot. Um, Colin came a, around a bit on his nope. second deeper dive. His deeper dive preview. Colin better. Campbell? No. But <laughs> he said Colin Campbell. Colin Campbell loved that second look at it. <laughs> he said Colin came around a bit. That's exactly uh, what he said. My bad. Um, I got you, Greg. Thank you. I think the Vita is an amazing Tanya. piece of hardware. I like the Vita hardware. Yeah. I love playing indie games oh. on it, and I, I love Tearaway, but it's also my machine for know. PC indies that came out three, four, five a year earlier. Yeah. Those were months. I should have used the word months at some point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Vita it's not doing what Sony probably wanted it to do, right? I mean they talk, you know, they dressed it up when you asked the question about how they you know, oh it's been this or it's been, you know, timidly received or whatever, and they're like, no, nah, it's you know, it's doing whatever. But they yeah, the fact is, right, they're not like flying off the shelves and there's not a system selling game where you're like, Holy shit, this is I mean it should have been luminous, but holy shit, this is why I have a Vita. And so that's the problem they have. It should have been Gravity Rush. No, it shouldn't have been. No. You don't think so? No. Just buy Tearaway. Tearaway is fucking incredible. Do you think that if Monster Hunter was big in the U.S., they'd we'd sell more Vitas here? Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Great Monster Hunter for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if that's the thing, Monster Hunter just doesn't click here. Which no. Because the game's fucking hard. That's yeah. why. Which we ain't funny, got time for that shit. We busy watching like Game of Thrones. Yeah, but so was Dark Souls, and that's pretty popular. It's pretty true. Thank, Thank you. you for your question. Yeah, thanks a lot. Next question. All right. So this is just a quick what if. Ooh, for what both if. Marty and Greg. 
Thanks. What if both? Well, it doesn't have to be a what, what if. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that was amazing. First so of all, that was quite amazing. No, but live streams. Please tell me someone was frapsing that. Uh, Where right. are we going with this? <laughs> To the bedroom. Twitch.tv slash Archive. Basically, what would happen if all the stars aligned and everything happened perfectly at Microsoft and Sony? What if they made a crossover with Blinks a Time Sweeper and Fuck. Pat Upon? What? I can live with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, Greg, if you know, but I'm like a huge proponent of Blinks a Time Sweeper on uh, Podcast Unlocked. Okay, I don't know yeah. if you know, I'm a huge proponent of the Pat Upon franchise <laughs> on Podcast Beyond. All right, so what if these two met? I love Patapon. I know these, these little cute guys, a lot of yeah, some silhouettes. Yeah, rhythm combat there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know about Blinks, but he's got a vacuum. He's a cat. Blinks, Blinks would just get malaria and it's going with damn all the time. <laughs> Wait, malaria? Is this Far Cry 2 I'm talking Far Cry 2. God damn it. Everything with the Far Cry. Yeah. Uh, it would sell fewer copies than anything else on the Vita. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it would it make would the two of us just punch their stocks to the ground. <laughs> it would make the two of us happy, and then you'd realize the two of us have very little influence in anything in the world. If we had influence, Ibn Ab would have been Game of the Year. God, God, yeah. We actually never wrote an article or did a video on that. It's a joke that is prevalent with our friends, and we mentioned once on a podcast, so I assume everyone to know how much it means to us. Next question. Okay. Well, first of all, I got to say, as a gay man, my dream just came true. That was hot. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Now, as a black and gay gamer, I got to ask, what do you think of uh, the importance of diversity in gaming? It's important. Yeah. Person on this panel, yeah, uh, or the one minority on this panel. It was the four white dudes. Bitch is like a redhead. <laughs> okay. um, so white, so white. Um, it's obviously super important. We actually just had a panel a couple hours ago about this that I was on, um, and it's really important, I think, for people to look outside their comfort zones and look for experiences that they're not used to. And sometimes it's really hard when you don't have those when you're growing yep. up. Yep. Like when you're in high school or even in college, if you don't have those people in your life to open your eyes to those experiences, the internet is an amazing place to go and learn new things about other people yep. and do it in a really you know, non-confronting way or a really horrifically confronting way on yeah. the internet. Um, but it's... It's something that I think we are seeing more of, particularly in the indie space, which is amazing when you get events like PAX that have a huge presence in the indie mega booth, people doing really awesome things there. And um, Go yeah. talk to the guys who are making Always Sometimes Monsters about oh, the subject. Yeah. Yep. Great game. Really fantastic. Yeah. I think we'd all agree that games are not as diverse as they should be. Yep. But they're more diverse than they used to be. Right, we're Absolutely. So we're at least like on a positive trajectory and that's not going to reverse. So things are just going to get better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we always time. talk about our industry maturing, right? And the fact that in the long, you know, the grand scheme of things, we're still so young compared to movies or something else. So mm. it's fun to be a part of that right now and see those walls fall down, right? And see people have it, It's the same it's the story I always tell, right? Of like Growing up in the Midwest, I didn't know any gay people. And I'm sure I did, but they weren't, you know, like in high sure. school, nobody was out or anything. So I went to college still using the terminology. That's oh, so gay. Yeah. Not that it's, oh, that's so ah. homosexual. But it's so, so gay and like that's stupid. And, you know, when I finally got to college and gay people were like, what 
do you mean when you say that? Yeah. And you stop mm-hmm. and you think and they explain that's not cool. You stop doing it. And that's yeah. what is awesome about video games is that we're able to bring experiences to someone anywhere, right? Like if some of the games were out now, maybe I would have known that back yeah. you know, when I was a dumb kid in junior high. Yeah, I uh, 100% agree. Uh, especially in the last year, you had things like, you know, you had Gone Home, you had Papers, Please. Like, mm-hmm. You have stuff like Broken Age. Like, like really throwing very interesting characters at the forefront that wouldn't have been there in the last few years. And honestly, like, I don't want to toot our own horn, but, like, I think the industry as a whole, like, you know, sites like Polygon and Kotaku, and, and we're doing it, are, are doing really, like, trying to provide different voices and, and honestly giving you a full spectrum of opinions and, and views on the game industry. And like Damon said, it's not perfect. Trust us. We know it's not perfect. And it's shitty when we look in the comment section and realize that this turns into hate speech very quickly. Progress is being made, though. Um, and slowly but surely, we're going to fix this shit. And honestly, 10 years from now, as great of a question as it is now, in my, like 10 years from It'll now, that a- question is going to be dumb. Which is, which is going to be great. Dumb, just maybe not as relevant. It's just not going to be relevant at all. Which is going to be ten years from now, Marty's and I's child will laugh. <laughs> no, I, I think that's very optimistic of you guys. I think we have a longer way to go than ten years. But I, I think what's important is for people to remain open to new experiences and be okay with the fact that something's different. And that's something that I think we've really struggled with as a culture, particularly here in the U.S. and and a lot of other countries around the world is going, hey, this is different and it's not what I'm used to, but it doesn't mean it's bad. You know, just keep an open mind. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hold on, everybody. This this is going to be a good one. (laughs) (laughs) That's hurtful. You just been raring to go since we got here. I want to hear the question. Okay, you know what? I got a personal question for oh, Greg. Oh shit! Yeah. Altano, how do you like him? I love Brian Altano. He's your best friend, isn't he? No. No. <laughs> My best friend's probably jeez. No. Steimer. There you go. It's Christine Steimer. That's Good what save. I'm answer. Good save, okay. Arthur. Good job. Yeah. Does that count? I always feel like that's a cop-out. Clearly, Christine's my best friend. Okay. All right, it's Christine. <laughs> uh, Altano's fucking amazing. I know you asked it to, to Greg, but Altano's one of my favorite people in the world. Missingthroughalbum.com. Yep. No, that's so Greg. sad. Let's, let's hear for Damon. Let's what? hear from Damon. Oh, my head or life uh, mate? Brian Altano's awesome. <laughs> Again. Great. How great would it have been if you were Damon. like, fuck Brian Altano. <laughs> no worse. Fucking Brian, everybody listens to Brian Altano with us on the Super Knockin' Boost podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. It's a lot of dollars. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All well, right. I'm just saying, as um, I relate to him. Hey, he's obnoxious as hell, and <laughs> so am I. Yes. So um, we all are. <laughs> don't patronize me, whore. <laughs> you already used that line. Get another one. Come on. Anyway, uh, uh, the question I want to ask is: uh, What do you guys think about Sony and Nintendo copping out and not coming to PAX East? Uh, Wait, we, yeah, we had that. Is we there an echo in here? Well, no, that was just a comment. He was mad. The last guy sure, made sure. a comment. I don't think it's copping out. I think it's a business decision. I think it's a poor business decision, but yeah. I sort of get it. I mean, this as much as we love PAX East, like as terms of a forward-facing event, a lot of media doesn't cover it. Um, 
It's insane that Nintendo wasn't here with Mario Kart because that game would have ate this show up. Mm. I get why Sony wasn't here. Well, I think a lot of people maybe don't realize just how expensive it is for a company like Nintendo or PlayStation to come to PAX. We're talking like probably in the million dollar range. I didn't realize there was that much money. I I could not speculate. I, I mean, no I can as someone who's priced no out idea. the booth space and, and, and things yeah. like that for PAX. It's expensive to get the kind of space that they do. And if, it, if you're talking about a company that may be like, hey, we can save jobs or we can go to PAX. Maybe that was the thing on the table. I don't know. But Nintendo also didn't show at E3 last year. I mean, that was a really big deal, them not showing at E3. But they still came out with a lot of awesome games and showed them on the show floor and had a great presence. Maybe they're just thinking, maybe we don't need to spend the money to be at these you know, consumer-facing shows, which is yep. sad for us as the gamers because we want to be able to play those things. But, you know, like you said, it's a business decision. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we always lose sight of, I think, when we talk about this, right, in the fact that video games are a business and they have checks and balances and debits and credits to worry about and we don't have to worry about that because yep. we're dumb kids living in debt and we're all going to die. But <laughs> they want to make sure this doesn't happen to their stockholders so there's yeah. a, you know, a huge, huge cost for them to come here. And like, yep. again, what is, Sony's not going to bring the show here to show you. Like, you know what I mean? And outside of that, they really don't have to show the right. baseball game. Is that yeah, what we're it's opening? Oh, American what, Music Sense. What other game? <laughs> I thought it was the big that's show. It, I can oh see God. why. PlayStation drops the curtain at their booth and it's just the big show waving. <laughs> and it's just silence because they don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. I can see why Sony's not Ooh, here, but Nintendo has a Wii U just for Smash Brothers. Oh. And oh. Yes. Does that have to be a caveat? Can we just have a Wii U? I like have a it? Wii U. No. Mario Kart? Obviously. Yes, Mario Kart there. Yeah. Super Mario 3D World? And that's another question I have for you. Oh, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Wait, you have like three questions. Three Haven't you used bogart. your allotment? There's people waiting behind you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you think we have a console? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was his last question. Are you really that sorry? All right, this is the last question. Go. This is the last question. Con- Do you think we have a console <laughs> other well than done. just um, going for it? And um, wait, do we have a console? <laughs> Greg died. <laughs> All right, Pete, Greg I Miller, Mitch right up. That's no, ridiculous. We have a console. Do we have a console? Do we have a console? Is the Wii U the next GameCube? That's. The <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, no. So next Wii, the Wii was the next game. I don't know what's happening. No. All right. Uh, don't boo him. Don't I have no idea how I'm going to follow that guy. Let's be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Okay. All right. So, next question. What is a game that you guys can't stand but everyone absolutely loves? Half Life Two. We got this. Question. What? <laughs> Holy shit! Room can't stand Half Life Two. Yeah. Fuck every single one of you. It's that boring. game is amazing. It's boring. Oh my god. It is boring. You're all crazy. <laughs> crazy people. No, no, he's right. Oh my what god. What is happening? For years I've suffered in silence, thinking <laughs> I was the minority. But just like you, sir, I am ten years in the future, and we are the majority now. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. 
Oh my god, my face hurts. <laughs> uh, so does my heart. All right, Mitch, what's yours? Ah, oh, man. I don't know that I can think Die. of it. Wow. <laughs> Die? Seriously. <laughs> wow. That, that is fucking dope. <laughs> man. I think mine is probably the original Legend of Zelda. Oh, wow. I okay. can't stand that game. <laughs> the what? rest of them oh, are God. really good. <laughs> Mitch. The rest of them are really Mitch good. Mitch just got None broken on that. that good. <laughs> <laughs> It's so all single guys. There's a cool single girl in the front. <laughs> um, mine, this is going to be really bad. I hope no one from Bethesda is here. Is literally everything Bethesda's ever made. Oh my god. <laughs> no! No, I would. No, no, no. That's really good. That is not even a yes. fair statement. No, that's really good. I Elder played Oblivion's Fallout. Oh, so, no, 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 you can't okay. just The one for one on one. I'm, I just don't get I it. I played Oblivion for 20 hours before I realized, like, oh man, I haven't had fun once. Yeah. I should just stop. <laughs> yep. Not even Fallout 3. Yeah, Dishonored? You didn't have any fun with Dishonored? That's not Bethesda. Oh, Dishonored is so they good. They published it. Okay, Dishonored. No, I like Dishonored because it's arcade. That's arcade. That's arcade. Game. Well, okay, excuse so me, then you have to take back what you just said. Well, Bethesda published. Bethesda Softworks. So I'm just going to say Elder Scrolls Fallout Universe. So not everything but that's just anything Elder Scrolls or Fallout. Arthur is seething right now. What about? Now. <laughs> Arthur's <laughs> what about? like, fuck off, you're never coming to Rebel FM again. <laughs> what about Fallout New Vegas? Nope. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, right? It's okay. This is the whole question. What game do you hate that everyone else likes? So, so obviously it's working. Obviously that's a good answer. Yeah. Damien? I don't like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to play Pokemon. It's fine. Wow, you must have hated today because Greg kept singing that no, I song. Like, I like Greg's song about Pokemon. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do we hit no, everybody? Thanks, Dad. This was stressful. Which one of us is father? I don't know. Are we all dead? Probably not. No. That was thanks. a good question. Thanks for yeah, that was really good. I appreciate every that. one of us. Yeah. You're small. <laughs> but you have an amazing you, you beard. That's true. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. I like this guy. Is Watch Dogs in development hell? Because I saw it today, and, like, their booth was really weird. Like, they're... You they saw Watch Dogs today? <laughs> sort of. So you got to play it and really enjoy it, because it's yeah, coming out. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, uh, I loved it. Not playable, you say? <laughs> okay, have, has anyone else here played Watch Dogs? No. Nope. Seen it played. Okay. I have to say, for all... <laughs> us that are here that go to these events and preview events on a regular basis, the fact that none of us have Marty's seen, seen it a lot. Played. Marty's seen a I've lot. played a lot of it. Oh, wait, you why have? Why is my hand in the air? That's why I, yeah, I've played so, a lot of it. So tell us how How Bethesda-y is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it tells a story and lets me actually have control over things, so I guess I like it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've played about three hours of it so far. I'm going to play more very soon. Uh, I liked it so far. Um... I think when it tries to be GTA, it fails. But when it tries to be something different, it's really exciting. Uh, when it tries to shoot from sort of point A to point B, like what GTA 3 did, uh, it'll never be able to match what 
kind of Rockstar has with that. But uh, when it lets you play missions in terms of, you know, you're, you're given an open space and it kind of feels like Hitman where you can infiltrate or you can go in guns a blazing or you can stand outside a complex and hack your way in. I think the game's really interesting. So, so development yeah. hell no, I maybe mean, a little alarming. The game alarming. is literally it's coming not, out in yeah. six weeks. Yeah. That, that is, if that's six so weeks So it's hell, like then, Assassin's Creed but in a city in modern day with hacking. Uh, I mean, no. Because <laughs> it's kind of like what you were talking answer, about, I guess. right? I am excited to play more of it. I mean... That's like saying, like, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan, so sure, sure. I'm just asking. Because uh, when I saw the demo, the first thing that screamed to me was like, oh, you're infiltrating, like, a Templar fort and having to take it over. Sure, sure, that's sure. That's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, which, and we all keep expecting that there's going to be some, like, Assassin's Creed, like, gotcha at the end. And it turns out that you're... Desmond or one of those fools. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't even apologize. It's awful. Uh, it's all upstairs entertainment. But no, honestly, the game's not dead. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm legitimately excited to play more. And it's going to be out soon, so we'll all see. And it might be dead in the Wii U. Who cares? It might surprise you. <laughs> Next question. Hey, guys. I'm Christian. Hey, buddy. Hey, Christian. Um, and I actually really love video games because it's an emotional experience for me. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, what is the most memorable game that has made you cry? Oh, that's a heavy one. Far Cry 2. <laughs> really? I <laughs> Valerium They all turned on me. Why has Far Cry 2 got brought up so much? Is this I a fucking damn love work? that game, Marty. I know you do. Actually, I don't know that, I don't know that any game has ever made me cry, but the one that came closest was probably Gone Home. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Man, good choice. I've um, I definitely teared up in certain moments in uh, Mass Effect Three, just because I'm a giant Mass Effect fan. Sure. Um, yeah, Mass Effect. But for, by far the most emotional experience was definitely The Walking Dead season one, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You and I talked about there this on video. There was some really, like really babies. tough yeah. shit you yeah. had to go sure. through in that game, and that last episode was a, a gut wrencher for sure. Yep. Mitch, Greg. I mean, I, Greg and I talked about this on video at IGN. Like, walk, Walking Dead obliterated me. That last episode was devastating. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Walking Dead for sure was definitely one of those ones that the next day I remember walking to the train and it was all sunny out. And I was listening to the track that plays over the end credits yep. and immediately got all depressed again and started thinking about everything. But sure. in the same way, like, Gone Home was an immediate, like, I was... Scared, then happy, then scared, and then like this, and then what's happening? Oh my god! And then like when it ended, like I put it down. You know what I mean? Watched the credits, and then walked into the bedroom, and Christine was playing Guild Wars, of course. And I hugged her really tight. I just knelt next to her and hugged her. Sure. You know what I mean? Because it yeah. was like that bittersweet moment of like yeah. that touched me on it. I mean, the I, I feel like these are all easy answers, but very apt answers. But like walking up the mountain in Journey, like that abs- sure. that is absolutely like an incredibly touching moment. Uh, yeah, I don't know that stuff. I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the first one that touched me. Right. And it's a weird one. Does Love Bloom on the battlefield? <laughs> battlefield? Does Love Bloom on the battlefield? Oh. <laughs> Does Does love love touched me in the, in the heart. Seriously, having to pull the fucking trigger on the boss? Snake Eater is crazy. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Okay, okay. we have um, to enter a lightning round because we only have like three minutes left. All right. No, so we really yeah. have to stop? We can't just keep going? Enforcers? No. What, what is that answer? That doesn't the tell answer me what is this. That means proceed. <laughs> All right. He just walked away. We're fine. Also, I think he's going to go note. double quick, check quick, quick, for quick, you. Go. The enforcer's going to speak. Here we go. Wait. 
that answer is that I don't have a microphone over there. Oh. What if we uh, start a Patreon right now <laughs> and just give you a dollar for every minute we can have? <laughs> I can give you five more minutes. Okay. okay. Oh, there we go. Five more minutes. Thank you. Thank you, enforcers. For the record, Greg, camping is a legit strategy. You're right. And so you know who else knows that now? I, Justine, Freddie Wong, a bunch of chumps at Rooster Teeth. Okay, here we go. Oh, throw down. I have no idea what just happened. He was just we joking. the gauntlet season two. Next question from the guy in the very awesome GameScoop t-shirt. Thank you. Hey, oh, what's up, guys? It's like the end of the Hi. night at the club where they turn yeah. the lights on. So a um, couple of GameScoops ago, it was suggested by su- someone on GameScoop that perhaps uh, the Wii U should relaunch, that Nintendo should, you know, come out with the console again. So what would your guys' recommendations be to Nintendo if they did suggest, if they did decide to relaunch? Don't do that. Don't do that. So Get keep out of the hardware. same name and everything. Get out of hardware. Who Go suggested be- that? Who suggested that? I don't know. Probably Justin, Justin Davis. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of hardware, go into software, do it right. Yeah, like, Sega that's Nintendo's up, problem. Totally exactly. Nope. They just haven't brought the software to the game, and that's what we've been waiting for. Nope. You guys remember when the 3DS launched? Like, there was no games out for the 3DS either, and now there's awesome games, and there's lots of stuff to play on your 3DS. But, like, how many years has that system been out now? It's like, why, do, why is Nintendo holding back on us? Like, Super Smash? Really? Winter 2014? Like, that's Winter 2015. That game is absolutely not. Coming out this year. That it's, will be 2015. It's just like, what's the, what's the holdup? What else are you working on? Ness takes time, bro. <laughs> PK Fire! Um, no, they, absolutely what they need to do is uh, they need to come out with a single platform that is handheld and that you can throw to your TV. And that's what they need right. to do. Marry the, have the 3DS, give it a little marriage with the Wii U. They can make a baby. We can watch, nine months later, we can watch the The birth. 3DU coming the 3D, soon. Holy shit, did we just do that? 3DU. That's all, Reggie Fiat in good. the back of the audience. <laughs> he has that Let Tim Ho shirt. Like, uh, yeah. That's absolutely what should I, I think they should have a single system that marries the two of them, and they'll be fine. Next we'll question. Really quick, next question. Oh, go, yeah, go, lightning go. round. Nice, nice t-shirt. t-shirt. Thank you. Um, what are you guys looking forward to seeing most at E3? Ooh. Well, Far speaking of Nintendo, they did promise a new Zelda game at this year's E3. Halo 5. Ooh. I really hope Good Microsoft answer. shows something. They, they, that was an amazing teaser they dropped last year. We have not heard one peep about it since then. Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Battlefront. Patapon. <laughs> <laughs> Be fucking serious. I'm serious. <laughs> Wait, they love fucking making collections. Give me trophies and give yep. me all three games. Uncharted PS4? That's got to be happening, yep. right? Mm-hmm. It's usually a great sign that you're going to see something good on a game when everybody keeps fucking quitting. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to ignore the news, Marty. <laughs> you yell at me. Um, I'm really excited to see if uh, Phil Spencer does something really rad for Microsoft. I would love a really rad Microsoft conference that has some new IPs. Yeah, yeah, put it about the game. God, just give me a Gears of War teaser. It's all I care about. Mm. It might be a good... It might be a good time to officially announce Tomb Raider 2, also. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Wait, Tomb Raider in the first letters of 2? Yeah! <laughs> we just made that video I mean, game. Sony could steal the show, though, if they showed up and were like, here's The Last Guardian. Wow. No. No, everyone's um, angry about never gonna, it. Never, never going to happen. <laughs> All right, lightning round, next question. Next, guys. Let Tim host. <laughs> Boo! Okay. okay. 
Really quickly, I took off my Let's Tim Ho shirt because he was socializing while you two kissed. Um, <laughs> Classic Tim. Okay. What is the dumbest idea for a game that you want to see? What do we want to see? Uh, Goat Simulator was already made, so... <laughs> Mar- Marty, you already have an answer to this question. Did I? I Share also had us. 11 beers afterwards, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Coldstone. Oh, the Coldstone Creamery game. Wait, it what? already exists, though. <laughs> It already exists. This though, is my man. answer too. So yeah, it already exists, but yeah. No. Okay, <laughs> just amazing. keep going. This is, uh, so the evidently there's a Coastal Creamery game for Wii where you but have. Now we have five minutes. Right? Wait, we have where two. you get does to like mix with the Wii Five, and then he said we could have five extra. That was five minutes ago. Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> we will legitimately pay you if we can keep Where's going. Where's Eric Martin? Eric Martin needs to come up here with the print. Oh, the print. Oh, the yeah, trivia. Wait, wait, wait the print. Let's Eric wrap Martin this up. left a long time ago. Ugh, trivia question, Craig. What? Something smart. What, I, huh? what happened? You got to think of a trivia question. Oh, okay. At Matt Twitter. <laughs> no, Greg's a thinking. Question. Yeah. Marty, we got a vamp. <sighs> Fucking vamp. Remember vamp and MGS4? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was weird. That final fight scene was crazy. Yeah, he that put knives in his own shit. body. That nano machines in that game. God damn the nano machines. So, yeah. MGS, it's $30 <laughs> prologues as a thing now, right? I know. Ooh. Oh, wait, the art. Okay. I mean, that's, Eric has a question. that's pretty awesome. As weird as it is, it's still, that's, that's some good art. All right. Eric has a question. Yeah, right. The horse got like gypped out of that, right? Okay. Like, it's just like, it's just like eyeball. Just the horse's eye. I like that. I like yours. And it's the first one. That, the, the first hand that goes up wins this. <laughs> but see, you don't know the question yet. And the question is, I'll ask it when all hands are down. Your hand's still up, fool. Yeah, that guy. He's not going to win. Claw you know you're never getting called on. Just call him Patronize me, whore. <laughs> now, the question is, who wants this the most? Okay. That guy in the red. That guy in the red, for sure. Oh, Wait, is that really nice. how we Congratulations. <laughs> oh, and before they turn our mics off, whoever brought us these cocktails, thank Fuck you yeah. very much. It was very kind of you. Listen, thank you all. Uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. I know it was really late to be here, uh, but this was a lot of fun. It was really good. Soon is GameScoop episode 300. We're going to live stream it at IGN, so we'll let you know the details very soon. Thank you all so much. GameScoop is IGN's longest running show, and it's all because of you, so. Absolutely. Really, really, really. Thank you very much. Scoop. Thank you so much. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, all of you. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.